Foundations Investment Advisors has an exclusive offer for American Hero Show listeners, or as Travis says, people of listening, head to AmericanHeroShow.com slash challenge to learn more about the new 6040 challenge and schedule your intro call. The advisors at Foundations will help you beat your current retirement plan, and if they can't, they'll send you $100. Check out AmericanHeroShow.com slash challenge to learn more and to schedule your call today. The American Hero Show featuring Travis Mills. From generals to grandparents, superheroes to superintendents, heroes come in all shapes and sizes. This is the American Hero Show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you what, I can't be more fired up and excited mm-hmm. for our guests. I mean, here's the thing, Tim, and I want to I want to put this out there to the universe. Yep. I I am I'm well traveled, okay? okay? You know, I'm fancy. <laughs> I know you are. Just and like that. I speak all over to hundreds of people, thousands of people, you know, in every audience. Uh-huh. And the thing I'm recognized most for is oh my gosh, Travis, you you were on that TV show. I, 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 I've seen you on one of my favorite TV shows, Main Cab Masters, and I'm like, yeah, but I also okay, yeah, I do these yeah. other things like, too. You know? like, those guys are crazy. They're so awesome, and that's all I ever say. I'm like, no, they're amazing people. They're like, yeah, like what are they like in real life? And Tim, we get the chance today to talk to two of the superstars. Yeah. Ryan and Ashley, and uh, I just want to take time to say, hey, welcome to the show, you winners, and thanks for taking time to talk with us today. Oh, my word. Thanks for having us. We've been trying to connect with you for a while now, so this is exciting to be here. We're very glad to be here. Well, absolutely. And, you know, we um, we keep it very serious here, very buttoned up. <laughs> so I do have to ask, um, Uh-oh. did you guys grow up together? Well, let's, let's start back where the story starts at. Where'd you grow up at? <laughs> you want my version? She hates it. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to hear it. So I've known her, I knew of her for a long time. She's from Augusta, and I'm from Gardner. And as you now know, big rivalry, Travis. Mm, yeah, Rams and tig- Tigers. Yeah, and uh, you know, I moved back from out west about you know, God, geez, long time ago now. Maybe in my mid early thirties. You know, moved back here was working, and then Ashley was friends of friends, and she moved back from out west, and we just had it hitting off. And we were like, you know, we were close friends. You know, I had a girlfriend or two there, and she had a boyfriend or two, and. We were just good friends, and um, she broke up with a boyfriend. I had a house with an extra room, and she needed a place to stay. So the abbreviated version of the story is she moved in as a roommate, but as soon as she started crossing the hall, became she became the girlfriend. And I can't stand it when he says, I crossed the hall. <laughs> right, right. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. You know, I, I have, like, a lot of questions, and, and there's some that are, like, real serious, but I don't want to get into those quite yet, because I got to ask, like, what's your what's your favorite food? Because I think everybody out there wants to know what your favorite food is. Pat's Pizza. Pat's Pizza. There you go. <laughs> nice. Hands down. I love Mexican food. Just, you know, the typical run-of-your-mill. It's not fancy Southern California. I just... I just like making Mexican every Tuesday. There you go. Well, that's good. And then, okay, so I got to ask, what were you doing out west, Ryan? Like, what, what were you out west for? Um, I went out west skiing for a couple winters. Um, I was in Steamboat Springs, and I was in Jackson Hole. And I was off living in Colorado doing the same thing. We're just a uh, hundred miles away. Oh, my gosh. So you guys kind of have the same story, so you guys are relatable. So when you guys were not sleeping at night and <laughs> both in your rooms as roommates, you're like, oh, I forgot I want to talk to him about Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you had to cross, you know, you had to cross the hall to, to have the, the comfort Come level. On, sure. That's what I was. Yeah, I, I get it. You were just asking his opinion or advice or, or a question about the old days. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, everybody knows that actually 
Ashley, you're the the legit star of the show. Like there's there's boss. Yeah, the boss. That's what I mean. Sorry, and in charge. <laughs> so before the show happened, like what were you guys doing? Just how did the I guess how the show come about? Because there's a backstory to that too. Well, I mean, before the show started, I had a little um, home goods antique sort of shop down in Hollowell with my sister-in-law. So we did that for years. And, you know, we would, my dad would bring in like all this furniture and my brother would make this furniture and bring it in. And then we would have other, you know, new and used goods. Um, And it just kind of, we always had an eye for it. And meanwhile, you know, Chase and Ryan were off working independently, um, doing their own um, contracting businesses. And uh, yeah, what's neat is that Chase and Ashley and her dad was, they were doing like picking and barnboard stuff before it was big, you know, and they were, I always say they were like a year or two before Facebook and social media or their store probably would have still been there, but they were doing all this before it got on TV and they, their family's always been known for being resourceful and very crafty, um, reducing, uh, recycling, <laughs> upcycling, cross-cycling, side-cycling, down-cycling, you name it. They're going to they're not throwing anything away. What happened is our niece's best friend's mother, typical Maine way, <laughs> got a call from a production company who were doing cold calls looking for um, people who did that, you know, builders who did that, you know, the main way, you know, of like using what you got, you know, making it work and doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Long story short, Chase came into the job site. Oh, you guys want to be on TV? We're like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe like some funny squares were there, you know. We didn't believe him. <laughs> we went in for a – it wasn't a Zoom interview. What was it back then? Skype. Um, we went in for a Skype interview. January, I mean, we didn't even know what it was. You know, Jedi looked like he just came out of the woods burly and wrestled a bear. We, You know, we all had <laughs> I mean, what's changed? 10 layers of Carhartts on. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure anything's <laughs> changed for Jedi. But, yeah, anyway, sorry. So 10 layers of Carhartts. You know, we were just – it was the middle of January. We all had the look, and she just loved how we – she loved, loved the accents. Yeah. That's what that's what sold the show, I think. Mm. Yeah. So then um, she's like, yeah, we'll get back to you. Well, sure enough, we did a pilot for the History Channel called Lost Cabin Hunters, where we went up to the Allagash, which is like, you know, six, seven hours away from here for three weeks at a time, twice. And the premise of that show is we were searching and fighting our way into these old cabins and getting all the materials there and trying to save them. And it was amazing, and you know we wrote that off as wow, we got to do a pilot. We never in a million years thought anything else would happen ever. And then um, pilot aired. There was so many other good shows come out, it didn't get picked up, but we were happy. You know, like okay, that was that was that was that. And then about uh, um, oh maybe three or four months later, they called and um, we want to try something else. You know, we think you guys are great, so that's where the cabin masters idea came up, and it was great because. We're not driving up five hours in the woods. We're not struggling. Like, you know, there's cabins everywhere. You know, it's re- really, really found a good As niche. you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, I, I know like your earlier shows, like you fixed up a lot of things and people had the budget for, you know, what they could do. But the cabins you fix up now are completely different than where you started. And, and you've always done a great job. Like Cuba, Cuba Island with Jack there. That is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. We kind of had to learn, you know, there's. There's a certain like honey spot where, um, you know, we do have a timeline. We do have, you know, we have to be able to fit in a certain amount of cabins per season. So if we have like a, you know, a really high budget and a really long timeline, we wouldn't be able to create all the episodes, you know, so we just kind of had to start working within those. And that first couple of seasons, we had to beg steel bar to get people to trust us, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know? It's a lot. They'd be like, oh, we have this TV show coming up. Um, do you want us to redo your cabin? And can you give us $40,000? <laughs> and the keys and leave. <laughs> and you get to make no decisions. And, and, you know, you guys, to be honest with you, now it's like 
we still try to go do some of those, you know, the really slower budgets, and we try to do some of the higher budgets. We try to do it all because it, we, in theory, we could cherry pick and just do the easy ones, but that's not right. That's not what we do. You know, we love saving history. Um, so it, a lot of it just goes into logistics. Oh, yeah. We try to do a couple more that are really complicated and, you know, once in a while sprinkle in, a, you know, maybe a nice easy one. Um, but, you know, we want to. We really struggle as you know as you grow. You want to stay true to your roots too. Oh, absolutely. That's a big thing with me and, and what I do. I want to make sure I'm still the same genuine person I was. I, I you know I didn't know you guys growing up, right? I'm a Michigan guy, but I, <laughs> I can say I the person people I've met in the beginning is the same people I know now. You guys are absolutely fantastic. Well, we appreciate. Is there any builds that like stood out that really? I'm not fishing for the Travis Mills Foundation build, but I'm saying like any ones that <laughs> did you like tear any walls open and find something just so amazing, or did you? Was there anything like really blew you away? Well, we found um. You know, it's, what's cool is we, we know we, we're almost, we don't have a plan when we're doing these. You know, Chase's mind is just thinking, but we don't have a set plan. And when we kind of do the demo, it, it kind of reveals what which direction we're going to. It's almost like doing like ant reverse archaeology or like <laughs> something like that, you know, because you can look and like, oh, that, that corner was built in like the 30s. There's not a lot of nails, you know, the materials are scamp. And then that thing was built on a Friday afternoon, you know, like you can, <laughs> you can definitely tell. But they're, they're all really in. Interesting. What I've really liked to have seen how the crews have developed over time, like things that we used to lose sleep on and, you know, just drive us foolish. I think a second nature. There now. was a lot of sleep left on your deck and your deck comes up often <laughs> <laughs> because this is it's definitely the largest and most impressive deck we've ever done. I'm very proud of that. Like what an amazing project. And <laughs> we were not ready. Like that was we, we built nice decks before, but like. A project of that size with like 12 or 15 people like we went from triple a to double to major league <laughs> and then of course we decided to pitch a payment and again i wasn't trying to build up my i just meant like no, no, no. you know but other there's other builds you probably did. like i mean bell island came out absolutely <laughs> awesome you know that win there he's he's ecstatic about what you guys did when i tell you this though i'm not kidding you know we do the repack episodes where it's the best of and i'm pretty sure that you come up quite a bit in these episodes just because um, the enormity of that deck and how impressive and like structurally sound and all that that it was. And plus, like being um, for you and your foundation. It's the first time we saw the power of the TV show, to be honest with yeah. you. You know, what we teamed up with our TV show and all the great stuff you've done. And people bent over backwards yeah. and donated so much stuff. And it, it really was like us going into this bigger caliber, general contracting stuff. You know, that's when we first started with Techno Post. Like, it was a, it was really a major step for that. And I'm not just saying that because we're on your show, but no, I, <laughs> it does stand out as a major point. No, I absolutely. And, you know, when you said the post, I was sitting there going like, yeah, that gentleman that was out there with those tech posts, like Techno Post was just insane. Dude, how did you guys connect? Did you did you reach out to them or did they reach out to you for the work? He's from the up and coming full Manchester, Maine. Like, the, you know, this little stretch between Manchester and East Winthrop, it's booming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I how we found out Mike's from Manchester, just a local business. And mm-hmm. I, uh, didn't, I didn't even know that. You know, we, we just used them the other day. They can do those things right through frost. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, in, it's incredible. And, um, you know, I will tell you that your guys' deck was so solid and sturdy. I'm not supposed to talk about it, but I can, that the structure of the actual cottage, <laughs> which you guys didn't deal with, would have tipped over because the ground shifted so much and it, it was such oh, an old structure. Oh, no. We had to remodel it. The deck held it from tipping over. Like it would have sunk on the right side. <laughs> oh, no. And it had nothing to do with what you guys did. Like you guys actually oh, saved it without knowing you saved it. And I don't think we've ever talked about that. But we, we tore the floor up in that building and there was people just kept putting floors over it, the past owners. 
and we got down to where it was actually part of a bowling alley for her. And there was actually like, <laughs> what? yeah, it was part of Elizabeth Arden's bowling alley. And there was like, there's actual no way. Uh, flooring, like bowling f- wood floors <laughs> no that we way. have. That's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Isn't it amazing all the history around here? Like just the, of that building, you know, and the local building, it just blows my mind. It's just so awesome to see. It's amazing how Mainers, and I'm sure it's the same in other places, but they'll reuse products or they'll modify products rather than tearing down and building new. Do you, do you find that a lot in your in what you're doing in these cabins? Yeah, well, my yeah. brother-in-law and, you know, my father-in-law, that's what they did. You know, it's part of the reason this show has got where it was is because of the influence of my father-in-law. And, like, I'd hear stories about them going into these old, all these contractors up and down, these big developers up and down the coast that Maine knew to call them, and they would come in and stake everything, really scavenge it, right down to used, smoke-stained <laughs> electrical outlets. Yeah. We've done everything. We've taken, I mean... They've got some really valuable stuff, too. No, some no, of no. that old wood you can't find anywhere. I'm not, ta- I'm, I'm, I'm not talking bad about it. It's amazing. You because sound like you are. We, <laughs> <laughs> we've used stuff that it Chase, you know, picked years ago and like we can't find something that's period dated he knows where it is but i I often struggled with like being at colby college and ripping up old hardwood floors you know how hard that is yeah and like going through the my mindset you know it's just worth it and you know after you get in the groove in it 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 is like so much value in saving stuff Sure. So he's talking about the episode where Kobe Athletic um, Department, they had to tear down the whole entire structure, all the buildings, because they had a flood. And so they called us up and said, you guys can go up there and take whatever you want. You have a couple days. And so Chase got a crew of like 20 to 30 people. And we went up there and we all just ripped and tore and took, you know, railings, like, all, I mean, everything you could think of, the basketball court. the. And we're still using stuff from there. To this day. And we'll still be using stuff from there. <laughs> Well, you know, I, what I like was with you guys doing all this stuff and making this stuff real popular, when we tore down or tore some doors out and tore half a building down at the property out there at the foundation, yeah. um, there was these door handles and they're like crystal door handle. And I was like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do with those? And someone was like, that's like 30 to 50 bucks a door handle if you sell that. Right. And there was like, they were throughout the whole entire house. There you and go. I'm like, my mom had a bunch of these growing up. Like, this is in my house. Like when I was like, could have made a fortune. Yeah. yeah. That's some gas money right there. So how do you guys find your uh, find your cabins? Does the TV show now help you do that? Or are you guys doing this, still doing it on your own kind of grassroots? So we, um, what it, like I said, when it started out the first season, we did 10. And um, it was so hard to get 10. We had, you know, we had to beg, steal, borrow. My mother-in-law bought one. We talked to a couple other friends into doing them. And over time, we built a, um, we have an application on our website. And it's up to about, um, we have a 3,500. Isn't oh that crazy? 3,500 applications. That is crazy. Yeah. And uh, I tried to get them to do a few, but they told me no, Tim. They were too busy. Somebody told you no? That's amazing. <laughs> and then that I also amazing. wanted them to help build the white duck because I was like, hey, you guys are up next door. Like, is there a chance of this? I know you guys' crew has been, been building. Oh, uh, no, we wanted to. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, I mean, it's awesome how well it's going. Um, is there any anything that you didn't expect the TV show was able to give you? You know, obviously you're famous now and everybody, you know, will stop you in the airport and stop you here and there and get pictures and you do a lot of selfies. But was there anything that you didn't expect that came out of that was like a huge benefit? One thing that really I what I didn't see coming is that when we bought this property, you know, we thought we want to do it for a retail store. And I I worked in restaurants my whole life growing up. I was a carpenter and Ashley did too. And I always wanted just to have a little place. And, you know, as we built this place, I didn't realize how powerful the show was. Like, this is a tourist trap. 
Mm-hmm. We are a tourist trap here. I'm actually banking it's, on it, uh, Brian. I want people to go see you. Uh, hello, we're banking on you as well. <laughs> no, no, and then I and are we gonna compliment each other like peanut butter and jelly? You know it. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know it. That's the exciting thing about it. Is like you know when you go places, sometimes people want to stop one place for an appetizer um, or something, and then just want to continue on. So it's great when you have a couple, two or three things in one area. So you know. They can be like, oh, checked out this. Well, now we can head down and check out Travis Mills. There's power in numbers. That's right. And there's there's more things coming. That's awesome. That's the beauty of it. Like when people stay with us at the, the marina there, and I'm like, hey, you ever heard of Maine Cab Masters? Like, well, yeah. I'm like, they're right up the road. You should go check them out. I mean, <laughs> you give me a destination to send people, and then their hopes is they'll run into you. And the, the best part is, a lot of times I'll run into you. You know, <laughs> not to like tell your secret that you guys like actually have to hang, you guys actually hang out there because it's something that you're very proud of and you love being at. Yeah. Well, but there's people that have stayed with us or stopped in and asked us, like, you know, main cab masters? I'm like, yeah, just up the road. You got to go check them out. So, I mean, it's a it's a really cool and neat attraction. I mean, we're excited to be able to do the same for you. Oh, thank you. you well, know, it's yeah, but I mean, as you know, everyone's always asking, "What should we do? Where should we go? Where should we eat?" You know, while we're in Maine, what needs to happen? So, I'm actually trying to put together um, a list of all the local arts and craftsmen, restaurants, everything like places that are connected to the show, right around local. So when people come in, they'll have like a little guide where they can go and check out all the different places that are featured or people that we endorse so yeah you're lucky you got that place going you're just gonna have to give me your, lo- your home address but now we don't have to <laughs> oh yeah yeah no you come right down to the house that's the big deal you know where i live at i'm just down the road from your camp i'm i'm you know where i'm at it doesn't matter i, I know, I know. i'm sure your wife has told you just how amazing it is all the energy that this area and the young people are staying here like it was everyone just left when we were younger you know and it's like just so great for all of us to be a part of it and then they go in augusta and see what they're doing on downtown water street and like there's a lot of really talented restauranteurs, businessmen, craftsmen, artists sticking around here. And it's pretty awesome. We're excited to join the party with you guys, but uh, but make no mistake about it. I understand that you guys are are the the bell of the ball. You're the you're the prettiest in Manchester, <laughs> and people like you said, like the power of the show. People drive them all over. Where's where? And you guys didn't you guys bring out the gentleman from Colorado to serve lobster rolls or? Oh yeah, you yeah. had trucks and cars down the road. But we've seen like that's just awesome. No, the farthest away I think we've seen on Alaska license plate. Alaska. But any given day during the summer, you can. I mean, it's just like everywhere: Tennessee, Texas. North Carolina, they're just all, they come from everywhere. And it's really cool. My next question was how far away they were, and Travis beat me to it. Mm. But when they, when people are coming up here, are they, are they staying, or are they, are they coming up and moving on? Nope, they're, they're making Maine a destination spot. They're, they're coming here just to tour the state um, and to check out all the places that they've seen. Because they, they do, production company but, does a really good job showcasing the state of Maine. They're staying in Central Maine, though, some, too. Like, But yeah. It, yeah. it's a little bit of both. We're here. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of stories about people saying their VRBOs have been rented so much in the last couple of years. Um, you know, all the places around Augusta. Yeah. And, but on on the other side, I hear people, oh, we took a day trip up from York. Or we took a day trip yeah. up from Ogunquit. Or we came over from Bar Harbor. So it, it's just all over the gamut and you just don't you don't see it we do have the lakes region up uh, up this way but you just don't hear you know you always hear people talking about you know freeport and bar harbor and yeah. portland and the it, coast it's of- really has become a destination there's a lot of options now which yeah that's pretty that's another uh, side effect of the show i guess right yeah well, actually it's been great we sold uh four of the six cottages off and the lady that's bought the second cottage down 
she went on their website and their inter yeah the interaction, interaction part, and she's like hey I have this place one mile from yeah. and she was rented all summer and people kept like staying there that's awesome yeah and then she was like that's and, and so I, cool yeah so we all promote Good each part. other that's the best part they really really are looking for cabins that are close locally you know local to our headquarters so that's great to hear and I've been working with Mike Cleary on cabin three yeah you know helping him with permitting stuff and I want to get my hands on that because there's, supposedly there's a rail car under there oh no kidding we're trying and trying to get that approved for an episode the biggest thing is we have to do it when the marine is not there you know because it's pretty busy for audio and visual so you might see us next year about this time hopefully cranking away over there Ryan, how much of your show is? Do they script it for you, or do you guys are you guys just given carte blanche to do whatever you it's want? It's not. It's not scripted. The only time it's scripted is when they ask us to explain something, like an audio segue. Yeah. In regards to like the, the storyline, it could go hundreds of ways, and we have no idea till it airs. Yeah, we're we're kind of just our us, and then they will. You know, see something within like what we've done for the day, yep. and then there you go. They're going to take <laughs> off and run with it. Do you guys? Do you think it's more fun making the show and and uh, like not making the show, but like rebuilding this house and getting to see the things you can do with it, or is it better to see their reaction when you know their family camp is saved yeah. and then it's structurally sound? Great, great like what, you know, because we've seen some emotional reveals, yeah. And I'm just wondering what's what's the better feeling when you guys all get to work together as friends and and just come up with some creation, or is it seeing their reaction, or maybe it's both? I don't know. I mean, for me, it's definitely the reaction. You know, just because so many of these camps. We might a lot of them. We haven't done that much to it. We just structurally made them so they'll be able to enjoy them for another fifty hundred years. You know, they're not. We try to keep them as, as like camp there of camp feeling as possible. We're not trying to change it up. We still want them to feel like they're still going to camp the same camp that they knew for the last fifty years. You know, so when they come back and they just like realize that they're going to be able to bring their families there and they're going to be able to enjoy it. You know, they cry all the time that I'm crying. It's a whole happy cry situation. <laughs> we were talking earlier about like the size of the projects. And what we really, really love to do is just a budget that's between like thirty and $50,000 because it's a lot of these people that couldn't afford it themselves. And, you know, the you know family family camps in Maine, it's all the aunts, uncles, siblings. So all these people pull in a little bit of money and they get to do their camps. Yeah. So they never thought it would happen and they're so grateful. You know, there's less, they expect, they're just happy, you know, so that the expectations aren't as high as someone, you know, with a bigger budget. So we kind of got to find our little honey hole of what to do. But just seeing grateful, how grateful people are, you know, that's the best thing about it. What a rewarding experience I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's amazing. Changing people's lives every day. Then you guys not only change them because you would be doing it regardless, but you're also able to showcase it and, you know, show like, hey, look, this is the good we're doing out there. And, you know, uh, I didn't uh, Magnolia buy the network. So you guys are on Magnolia now. Yeah, we are. That's gone well. We don't, you know, it's funny. Everyone's asking us, you know, all these messages. Why well, want to play on my TV? Where do I DVR this? Where do I do that? <laughs> we have no clue. Just, no. <laughs> we are just on the TV. We do not have any decisions on any of that. When it airs, where it airs, you know, when something goes wrong. I appreciate you guys taking time to talk with Tim and I about everything you got going on. And it was great to get both of you, two of the superstars, one boss and one worker. And we know who that is. <laughs> you know who the boss is. I'm, I'm so grateful for your time and what you're doing for the community. And, and I hope you guys keep up the great work. I'm sure you will. I can't tell you how good, good it was. You know, you watch people on TV and, you know, they're from Maine. So you obviously you're going to watch the show. But <laughs> you guys are as real in person as you are on that show. And I, I appreciate that about you. And I appreciate what you're doing. It's a great, it's a great show. I got one more question for you before. 
before we before we have to end. But yeah, do, do you guys are you guys into it for a lot more years? Do you know? Do you have a contract out there? How much longer do uh, do people get to watch the show? We at least got a couple more years in us. We can tell you that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Good. Thank you for that. Keep on our social media outlets. You'll see all the big things coming up. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Or I'll just come down and have a drink with you. Yeah, we are at 915 Western Avenue in beautiful downtown Manchester, Maine. <laughs> yeah. And online at maincabinmasters.com and our social media platforms, The Woodshed, uh, Kennebec Cabin Company, and Cabin Masters. <laughs> Well done. Absolutely. Hey, thanks you guys so much. Thanks I appreciate it. Appreciate your friendship and for you coming on. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. See you guys. Well, Tim, it's hard to carry on any more spats or grudges with you. I mean, <laughs> I after hanging out with them, I, I will forgive you I, or whatever I was mad about. I, they're so positive. It's just, it's a delight talking to those two. You know, they're wonderful. And uh, it's funny because they literally are just a mile away or maybe less than a mile away. You know, they have their, their restaurant, What's the it? Woodshed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can go there, have a drink. They'll be roaming around there when they can. And it's just, they're wonderful people. So you get, you've been in there, obviously, to eat to the Woodshed. Yeah, yeah. They have um, sandwiches and they have named after people. There's about eight different choices. And oh. then they have a plethora of beverages, mostly adult. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but they're just, they have a gift shop and yeah. some pretty cool stuff they do. And, you know, if anybody goes up to there, they can just go there and hang out and then they can Drive on down the road about two miles, come to the White Duck Brew Pub, my restaurant, and it's cool to have them so local and so close and also be so famous. Like I said, right. people pick me out of the crowd, but then I thought maybe something I said was so great on my presentation, maybe they saw a video. <laughs> no, they saw their episode on Main Cab Masters. That, that, that's the thing about them. They like you know People get on TV and they, it feels like they change their personality, you feel like they're somebody else when the camera turns off. They're exactly the same in person as, as they are on TV. That's commendable. The down-to-earth, regular, everyday people. Yeah. Um, wonderful, wonderful. But uh, everybody, we appreciate you tuning in and letting us talk to you and tell these amazing stories. We uh, just want to say to the peoples of listening, we appreciate you. You're yeah. awesome. As well as, instead of saying, see you later, because we we're not going to see you later. Yeah, we're not. And I'm tired of whispering over to Tim after I say that, like an idiot, like, we're Tim, we're not going to see you We will talk at you later, you big bunch of winners. Have a great day. Take care. For more on how you can help our country's heroes, go to AmericanHeroShow.com.